Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. What's up, Brew Talkers? Do you struggle with getting stuff done, riddling through the exhaustive to-do list, and always feel anxiety breathing down your neck from the number of things you have to do? Well, this episode is your remedy. In this episode, we'll dive into the intricacies of time management from understanding its fundamental principles to overcoming hurdles that hinder our efficiency and focus. Get ready to transform the way you approach time as we uncover the strategies and tactics that can propel you towards greater success and fulfillment. As always, if you love the show and want to give support to us, the best way to do it is to share an episode with a friend, give us a follow, or drop a five-star review. You do it for your Uber driver, why not do it for the best emerging podcast of 2024? So pinkies up and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Brew Talks podcast. And in this topic, we're going to be talking about time management. But before we address the how to becoming better at time management, it may help to first define what time management is and why it actually matters. So what is time management and why is it important? So when we think about time management, it's the process of organizing, planning, and controlling how you spend your time to accomplish specific tasks, projects, or goals effectively. It describes and involves making conscious choices about how you allocate your time to different activities and priorities. So time management is important for several reasons. One, increased productivity. So effective time management helps you accomplish more in less time by focusing your efforts on high priority tasks and minimizing distractions and time wastage. Two, it makes better decision making. So by prioritizing tasks and allocating time strategically, you can make better decisions about where to invest your time and resources for maximum impact. Three, it reduces stress. Properly managing your time reduces feelings of overwhelming, overwhelm and stress by providing a sense of control and clarity over your task and commitments. Four, it's improved work-life balance. Time management enables you to allocate time not only to work-related tasks, but also to personal activities, relationships, and self-care, leading to a healthier work-life balance. And then lastly, and probably the most importantly, is achievement of the goals. So effective time management allows you to set and achieve goals more efficiently by breaking them down into actionable steps and allocating time for their completion. Now, all of these reasons are important, but none are as important as the next thing that comes, which is prioritization. So there is significance in prioritization in managing tasks effectively. So prioritization is the process of determining the order of importance or urgency of tasks and allocating resources accordingly. It's a fundamental aspect of time management because it helps you focus your time and your energy on tasks that are gonna contribute the most value to your goals and objectives. So prioritization involves identifying important tasks. So recognizing those tasks that align with your goals, values, and responsibilities. It's assessing urgency. So determining which tasks require immediate attention and which can be deferred or even delegated. 
Next is allocating resources. So assigning time, effort, and other resources based on the priority level of each task. And then lastly, it's revisiting those priorities. So regularly reviewing and adjusting priorities based on changing circumstances, deadlines, and goals. And prioritization ensures that you are spending your time and energy on activities that have the greatest impact on your overall success, well-being, while minimizing time spent on less important or urgent tasks. Now, we also have to discuss the impact of poor time management on stress levels and productivity before really jumping in into some of the strategies that we can use to improve our time management. So poor time management can have significant negative consequences on both your stress levels and your productivity. And a couple of them are outlined here. One is increased stress. So when tasks pile up, deadlines loom, and time feels scarce, it can lead to a heightened stress levels, anxiety, and feelings of overwhelm. Poor time management can also contribute to a sense of loss or inability to meet expectations, further exacerbating stress. Another impact of poor time management is decreased productivity. So without effective time management strategies in place, you may find yourself procrastinating, multitasking, or struggling to complete tasks efficiently. This can result in decreased productivity, missed deadlines, or subpar work quality. Next is impaired judgment. So poor time management can lead to rushed decision-making, hasty decisions, and overlooking important details due to a lack of time for thorough analysis and reflection. And lastly, one of the other impacts of poor time management is strained relationships, which we often don't think about. But inadequate time management can also impact relationships with colleagues, friends, and family members, as it may lead to missed appointments, neglect of personal commitments, and difficulty balancing work and personal life. And so, with a solid understanding of the importance of time management and its impact on stress levels and productivity, let's now explore the principles that underpin effective time management. First, it's setting clear goals. How to define your objectives and then breaking them down into actionable steps. So setting clear and achievable goals is the cornerstone of effective time management. Without clear objectives, it's challenging to prioritize tasks and allocate time efficiently. Here's how to define your goals and break them down into actionable steps. First is define your objectives. Start by identifying what you want to achieve in both your personal and professional life. Your goals must be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Next is break those goals down into tasks. Once you have managed to define your objectives, break them down into smaller, manageable tasks. Each task should contribute to the accomplishment of your larger goals and have a clear purpose and a deadline. The next thing would be to prioritize those tasks. Assign priority levels to each task based on their importance and urgency. This will help you focus your time and energy on the most critical activities that align with your overarching goals. And then lastly, in setting clear and achievable goals, use time management tools. Consider using time management tools and techniques such as to-do lists, project management software, or digital calendars to organize and track your goals and tasks effectively. Now, we also touched on this in the beginning of the episode, but prioritization is going to be key in making sure that you are not overwhelming your calendar with things that don't matter. And so prioritization is about distinguishing between tasks that are urgent and those that are important and allocating your time and resources accordingly. One of the most popular frameworks for prioritization is the Eisenhower matrix, which categorizes tasks into four different quadrants. Those quadrants being urgent and important, important but not urgent, urgent but not important, and then not urgent and not important. Let's review each of these quadrants in a little bit more detail. So when we talk about urgent and important, these are tasks that require your immediate attention and should be addressed promptly. 
Examples include deadlines, emergencies, and critical issues. Next, with important but not urgent, these are tasks that are related to your long-term goals, strategic planning, and personal development. We allocate time to these tasks proactively to prevent them from becoming urgent in the future. In the next quadrant, we've got urgent but not important. These are tasks that are often distractions or interruptions that can derail your focus and productivity. These are also the tasks in these areas where you can delegate, automate, or eliminate these tasks whenever possible to free up time for more meaningful activities. And last one is the not urgent and the not important. These are tasks that should be ultimately minimized or eliminated altogether. These activities contribute little to your overall goals and can consume valuable time and energy if not managed effectively. One other principle that I want to bring up during this period of prioritization within the episode is the Pareto Principle, also known as the 80-20 rule, which states that roughly 80% of the outcomes result from 20% of efforts. In the context of time management, this principle emphasizes the importance of focusing your efforts on high-value activities that yield the greatest results. So here's, how to, uh, so here's how to apply the Pareto Principle in your time management strategy. So identify high-value activities. Analyze your tasks and activities to identify the ones that are going to contribute the most value to your goals and objectives. These activities may include revenue-generating tasks, high-impact projects, or activities that align with your long-term vision. Next is prioritize high-value activities. Once you have identified the high-value activities, prioritize them in your schedule and allocate sufficient time and resources to ensure their successful completion. And lastly, and intuitively, minimize low-value activities. So conversely, minimize or delegate low-value activities that contribute little to your overall goals and priorities. By focusing your efforts on high-value activities, you can maximize your productivity and achieve greater success in less time. So by incorporating these principles of effective time management and prioritization into your daily routine, you can optimize your productivity, minimize stress, and achieve greater clarity and focus in both your personal and professional life. Now, with a solid foundation in the principles of effective time management, let's now explore actionable strategies for enhancing professional time management and achieving greater balance in our lives. And some of the ways that we're going to improve our professional time management is to utilize technology. Technology offers a plethora of productivity tools and applications to streamline workflows, increase efficiency, and automate repetitive tasks. So here are some of the ways that we can leverage technology for professional time management. First is project management software. Platforms like Asana, Trello, or Monday.com allow teams to organize tasks, set deadlines, track progress, and collaborate seamlessly on projects. They provide visibility into project status, task assignments, and dependencies, helping teams stay aligned and productive. Next is time tracking apps. Tools like Toggle, Harvest, or Clockify enable you to track the time spent on various tasks and projects accurately. They provide insights into time allocation, identify time sinks, and optimize resource utilization for better productivity. Now, on the consumer level, I guess, well, on the individual level, one of the apps that I found that has been truly a game changer for me and my own productivity is an app called Opal. So if you go to any app store or the Google Play store for some of my Android users out there, and you type in OPAL, there's going to be an app that's kind of a black uh, backing with a little O in the middle. Click on that, download it, and put it on your device. And it also has a... Um, an added plugin on Google Chrome that you can also utilize as well. And Opal has been a game changer just because 
it it locks you out of your apps and you have the ability to select which apps you want it to um, lock you out of for an extended period of time. And I tell you what, just even the small barrier of not being able to access an app for a particular amount of time really opens you up to seeing the amount of time that we're spending on our phone. So Opal does an, a, an array of other things in terms of tracking the number of times that you're looking at your phone, the number of times you actually pick up your phone, and then the amount of time that you're spending um, per app. So if you haven't already, during the podcast or maybe even right afterwards, go search the app, put it on your phone, put it on your browser, and watch yourself become more productive. Okay, coming back, tips on how we can improve uh, our professional management. The next thing is calendar and scheduling apps. So applications like Google Calendar, Microsoft Outlook, and Calendly can help you manage appointments, meetings, and events efficiently. They allow you to schedule meetings, set reminders, and share availability with colleagues, reducing scheduling conflicts and enhancing time management. One of the last things is automation tools. So automation platforms such as Zapier or Microsoft Power Automate enable you to automate repetitive tasks, workflows, and data processes across different applications and systems. So by eliminating manual interventions and streamlining routine activities, you can save time and focus on more strategic tasks. So embracing technology and integrating productivity tools into your professional workflow, you can optimize efficiency, reduce administrative overhead, and then free up time for higher value activities. Another strategy that we can incorporate into our professional lives to help with time management is delegating responsibilities. Delegating responsibilities is a key aspect of effective time management and leadership. By empowering team members and leveraging their strengths, you can distribute workload even more evenly, foster skill development, and achieve collective goals more efficiently. Here's how we can delegate effectively. So identify tasks and priorities. Assess your workload and identify tasks that can be delegated to others based on their skill sets, availability, and expertise. Prioritize tasks based on their importance, their complexity, and impact on overall objectives. Next is communicate clearly. Clearly communicate expectations, objectives, and timelines when delegating tasks to team members. Provide context, resources, and support to ensure that they have the necessary information and tools to succeed. Third, and arguably one of the hardest, is empower and trust. Empower team members to make decisions and take ownership of delegated tasks. Trust their capabilities and encourage autonomy while providing guidance and feedback as needed. Next is monitor progress. Regularly check in with team members to monitor progress, offer support, and address any challenges or roadblocks they may encounter. Provide constructive feedback and recognition for their efforts and achievements. And lastly is celebrate success. Celebrate successes and milestones achieved through delegation, recognizing the contributions of team members and reinforcing a culture of collaboration and shared success. Now, effective delegation not only distributes workload more evenly, but also empowers team members, fosters skill development, and promotes a sense of ownership and accountability within the team. So by leveraging technology and delegating responsibilities effectively, you can optimize professional time management, foster collaboration, and achieve greater productivity and success in the workplace. Now, as we transition from exploring professional time management strategies, which involve leveraging technology and enhancing communication and delegating responsibilities, let's now delve into personal time management techniques aimed at optimizing individual productivity and well-being. And there's two techniques that I really want to touch on 
during this section of the episode. One is time blocking and the other is setting boundaries. Well, let's tackle time blocking real quick. Time blocking is a powerful technique that involves dividing your day into distinct blocks of time dedicated to specific tasks or activities. And so by assigning designated time slots for each task or a category of tasks, you create a structured framework that helps you stay organized and focused throughout the day. So how do you effectively implement time blocking? First, we identify priorities. Begin by identifying your most important tasks and commitments for the day. These should include work assignments, uh, personal projects, expertise, family time, and self-care activities. Next is create the schedule. Allocate blocks of time in your calendar for each task or activity based on their priority level and estimated duration. Be realistic about how much time each task will require and don't forget to factor in buffer time for those unexpected delays or transition between activities. Next, and arguably the hardest, I know this one is gonna be the hardest, but stick to the schedule. Treat your time blocks as non-negotiable appointments for yourself. Avoid the temptation to deviate from the schedule or multitask during the designated time slots. Commit to fully immersing yourself in each activity without distractions. Next is minimize interruptions. Communicate your time blocking schedule to colleagues, family members, or friends to minimize interruptions during focused work periods. Set boundaries around your availability and designate specific times for responding to emails, messages, and phone calls. Lastly is review and adjust. So regularly review your time blocking schedule to evaluate your progress and identify areas for improvement. Adjust your schedule as needed to accommodate for some of the changing priorities, unexpected tasks, or new opportunities that arise. And so that's really focusing on time blocking. The next technique that I wanted to discuss within the episode is setting boundaries. When I talk about setting boundaries, what I mean is maintaining balance and preventing burnout in both your personal and your professional setting. And it involves clearly defining your limits, priorities and expectations, and communicating them assertively to others. So here are some tips for effective boundaries. One is know your limits. Take time to reflect on your personal and professional priorities, values, and commitments. Identify activities, tasks, or requests that align with your goals and values, and those that may drain your time and energy without providing any meaningful returns. Practice saying no. So learn to decline requests or invitations that do not align with your priorities or exceed your capacity. Saying no is not a sign of weakness. It's a proactive step towards preserving your time and energy for activities that truly matter to you. Next is communicate clearly. When setting boundaries with others, be direct, honest, and respectful in your communication. Clearly articulate your reasons for setting boundaries and express your needs and expectations assertively. Fourth is be consistent. Consistency is key to maintaining boundaries over time. So we establish clear guidelines and stick to them consistently, even in the face of resistance or pushback from others. And then lastly, and most importantly, prioritize your self-care. Setting, setting boundaries also means prioritizing self-care and well-being. Making time for activities that recharge and rejuvenate you, whether it's exercise, hobbies, spending time with loved ones, or simply taking moments of solitude and reflection is important. So by setting and reinforcing boundaries effectively, you can create a healthier and more balanced lifestyle that allows you to focus on what truly matters and thrive both personally and professionally. So as we've explored strategies for personal time management, it's crucial to also address common challenges 
such as procrastination, unexpected disruptions, and maintaining focus amidst those distractions. So some of the challenges that I, the common challenges um, influencing, or I guess acting upon time management that I wanna focus on in this area, really comes down to procrastination, dealing with those pesky disruptions, and then lastly is maintaining the mindfulness and resilience in managing stress and maintaining focus amidst those distractions. So first, the pesky procrastination. Procrastination is a common challenge that many individuals face, often stemming from various underlying factors such as the fear of failure, perfectionism, lack of motivation, or poor time management skills. From my perspective, in order to overcome procrastination, it's essential to, one, identify triggers. So recognize the triggers and situations that lead to procrastination. This may include overwhelming tasks, ambiguous goals, or fear of failure. Next, break tasks down. So when we break tasks down into smaller, more manageable chunks that make them less daunting and easier to tackle, we allow ourselves the motivation and also we feel more empowered to tackle some of these goals. So again, set specific, achievable goals and deadlines to create a sense of urgency and momentum. Third, use time management techniques. So employ time management techniques such as the Pomodoro techniques so or working in short bursts with breaks in between time blocking or the two minute rule, which if a task takes less than two minutes, do it immediately. Fourth is addressing underlying issues. So addressing underlying issues such as fear of failure, perfectionism, or lack of motivation through self-reflection, goal setting, and mind sh mindset shifts. So practice self-compassion and cultivate a growth mindset to embrace challenges and learn from setbacks. And lastly is just seek accountability and support. So enlist the support of friends, family members, or colleagues to hold you accountable for your goals and progress. Join accountability groups or seek professional help if procrastination is significantly imp impacting your productivity and well-being. So moving on from procrastination, we want to understand how to deal with these disruptions um, and adapting to changes in our priorities. So in today's fast-paced and dynamic work environment, we should expect disruptions and we should expect changes in priority. And in order to effectively deal with these challenges, it's important to stay flexible. So creating a mindset of flexibility and adaptability to respond to changing circumstances and priorities. We wanna embrace that uncertainty and we wanna view disruptions as opportunities for growth and innovation. Now also to deal with some of these expected changes is prioritize our tasks, which we've already talked about at length, so I won't, I won't touch on too, too much of it. But the third is managing expectations, which is communicating openly with your colleagues, your clients, or even some of your family members about changes in priorities, timelines, and deliverables. So setting realistic expectations and negotiating deadlines and being committed to them are needed to accommodate for shifting priorities. Next is building resilience. So develop resilience by cultivating coping strategies, practicing stress management techniques, and nurturing a supportive network of peers and mentors. So maintain a positive outlook, adapt a problem-solving mindset, and learn from setback and challenges. 
And last thing is just learn from experience. Reflect on the past experiences and identify patterns and strategies that have helped you successfully navigate unexpected disruptions and changes in priorities in the past. So applying lessons learned to develop resilience and improve your ability to adapt to future changes will not only give you confidence, but it'll also make you feel empowered that any sort of change that comes your way, you'll be well-equipped to handle it. And then one of the last things that I want to touch on is just the role of mindfulness and resilience in managing stress and maintaining focus amid some of these distractions or changing priorities. So when we think about mindfulness and resilience, these are really powerful tools to manage stress. And here's how some of the here's some of the ways that we can integrate mindfulness and resilience in our daily routine. First is practicing mindfulness. So incorporating things such as meditation, deep breathing exercises, or mindful walking into your daily routine to cultivate present moment awareness and reduce stress and anxiety. One of the things that I found really beneficial during COVID, and it's a practice that I've I've tried to keep to the best of my ability um, after a long work day, is I put on my sunglasses and I will go outside and I will walk to a particular stop sign that I have in my neighborhood. And then I'll make a circle and I'll, I'll come right back. And it takes me about 10 minutes to perform that walk. But in those 10 minutes, I feel like I'm decompressing. I'm able to get rid of some of the negative emotions that have probably built up over the couple of meetings that I've had, maybe any stress, really focus on my breathing. And I tried to decrease any of the tension and anxiety that I may have had coming out of my last call. Then it really is an opportunity for me to reflect, for me to stay present, and you know maybe even to understand where some of the things that I could have done better for my past call. So if you haven't incorporated a walk um, at some point in your professional day, I would highly encourage you to do so. Uh, next thing is stay present. So practice being fully present, engaged in the task at hand, minimizing distractions and mental clutter. So practice single tasking and focus on completing one task before moving on to the next. Setting boundaries. Establish clear boundaries between work and personal life to prevent burnout and maintain work-life balance. Prioritize self-care activities to recharge and rejuvenate. Um, and prioritize hobbies such as exercise, hobbies, and spending time with loved ones to recharge and rejuvenate yourself. So by integrating mindfulness and resilience practices into your daily life, you can enhance your ability to manage stress, maintain focus, and thrive amidst distractions and uncertainty. So cultivate a sense of inner peace, balance, and well-being that enables you to navigate challenges with grace and resilience. And with that, we are coming to the end of our episode. So time management is not just about squeezing more tasks into our schedules. It's about making conscious choices that align with our values and priorities. By mastering the art of time management and prioritization, we can create space for what truly matters and lead more fulfilling lives. So thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Brew Talks. I know your attention could be anywhere in the world on any other device, but the fact that it's here listening to the content our producers work hard to put together means the world to me. So if you know anyone struggling with time management, procrastination, and believe this is the episode that could change all of that. Share this episode. Ask them to give us a follow if and just if they love the content, give us the five-star review. So till next time, pinkies up. If you enjoy the content of this episode and this is something you'd like to put in your coffee morning, noon, and night, please subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production.